and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Happy Father's Day weekend, everybody. Hope that you're enjoying it with your dad. Maybe you're doing a project for him. That would be great. Nice way to help out dear old dad uh, this weekend in particular. We've got a very busy show for you. Lots of great information coming, but we do want to hear from you with your home improvement questions. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. And this hour, we're going to talk to not only the homeowners, in the audience, but also the renters. So if you are a renter, listen up. Here's a question. Is it cheaper to buy a home than to continue paying rent? Well, it turns out that in dozens of areas of the country, it actually is. All right. You can make the dream of home ownership a reality. There's actually never been a better time or a more cost-effective time to own your own house. We're going to tell you all about it in just a bit. And, you know, right along with the dream of home ownership is the dream of home improvement projects that you're going to need to be taking on, including all of those little things that need fixing from time to time. But let me tell you, it is so worth it. And you actually can do it yourself. For example, cracks in your driveways and sidewalks, they're only going to get worse if they're not repaired in a timely manner. But these are super easy. So coming up, we're going to tell you how to do this project yourself. And also ahead, we have seen one of the deadliest and most destructive tornado seasons in American history this year. Lives have been lost. Countless homes and buildings have been destroyed and the season isn't over. But in all of the destruction, we want to try to offer a little glimmer of hope. A little later in the hour, we're going to talk to Mayor Bob Dixon from Greensburg, Kansas. Now, that is a town that was basically leveled, flattened, completely taken out four years ago by a level four tornado, but has now completely come together and rebuilt itself to become a model of green living. Bob is going to be by the tell us how they did that in just a bit. Mm -hmm. You know, Mayor Dixon is truly a great guy, and you guys are really going to learn a lot from his story. You know, not just about how to rebuild, but about seeing the bright side of things and always looking ahead and coming together as a community. So we look forward to chatting with him in a little bit. And this hour, we've got a great prize for you. We're giving away a set of ODL door glass blinds. And these blinds, they're easy to install. And what's so great about them is they're actually encased in glass. When you put them on your door, you're not going to get that window treatment slamming and banging and no more dusting. So give us a call right now. That is a prize worth $117. Going to go out to one caller who reaches us with their home improvement question at one Money Pit. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Mo in Texas is having some issues with the roof. What can we do for you today? Yes, the leading edge on the west side of my roof, which is about approximately 30 feet of it, has been lifting up about three feet up onto the roof and I'm trying to figure out how I can keep those staying down before they break. Huh. So the shingles are like loose and the whole thing is like lifting up and flopping in the breeze? Yes. Huh. Well, it sounds to me like it was never nailed. So this is a this is asphalt shingles? Yes, they are. All right. So what you're going to do is this. Um, asphalt shingles tend to have like sort of a sealant under the tab and they stick together. But I'm going to tell you, how, I, I'm not saying that you should do this because you have to get on the roof to do this, but I'll tell you how it's done. Somebody gets on the roof, they take a flat bar, right? It's like a, sort of like a crowbar, except it's sort of flattened out at the end, so it's like a thick putty knife. And they very carefully work it under each shingle so the shingle tab loosens but doesn't rip. 
So you can flop up the shingle tab and then put a nail underneath it. You put a little dab of tar, you put a nail in the shingle tab, and then you nail the shingle down and you bring the, the, the tab back over so it's completely closed. And you do that in four or five places, and then that's going to nail down that piece of roof. But you basically have to place the nails underneath the shingles. To do that, you have to lift them up. To lift them up, you have to use the flat bar to kind of break the seal. Ah, uh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. No problem. That's the way you do it, my friend. Have a great one. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Marilyn in New Mexico needs some help with a kitchen project. What can we do for you today? I needed to know, how do I get um, cooking grease off my kitchen cabinets? Are your kitchen cabinets wood? Yes. Have you tried one of those orange-based cleansers, like an orange glow? I'm afraid to try anything, because I'm afraid it'll take off the, the finish. No, I no, no. no. No, you're not going to take anything off the finish unless you go with something that's like a chemical stripping agent that's made to remove the finish. But an orange-based product, um, that really gets a lot of gunk and sticky stuff off of wood surfaces. I know when we took the um, protective bumpers off of our wooden coffee table as our son started, you know, growing out of banging his face on the edge of the coffee table, I was left with all of this adhesive on there that, you know, I just could not peel off or get off. And the orange glow worked fantastic to remove it and made the wood sparkle like the sun. I mean, it's really fantastic. And I know it works really well with kitchen grease. You know, I've used it on my cabinet doors and you'll see you even get like a little buildup from just your fingers on the edge where you open the doors and it really does do a heck of a job to get that stuff off but it will take the grease off there too yeah, absolutely because I'm a problem will. with that because sometimes i'm using even my fingernails because it's gotten so Thick. like crusty on there and gooey yeah i would try the orange glow first try like an orange based product that will i bet you that will you know 99 percent in my mind i feel like that's going to take that off if for some reason it doesn't there's another product out there from a company called New Tech Formulations, and it's called Grime Away, and it comes in a wipe format. And I've used that to get um, buildup of, like, tree sap off of my outdoor furnishings, and that it hasn't damaged the wood surface of my outdoor furniture. So I don't see why that would hurt your kitchen cabinet. But that's, like, you know, more aggressive. I would start with the orange product first, since you probably already got it in your house, and then look for the Grime Away. Okay, so just go with Orange Glow first, and then if not, go with the Grime Away. Mm-hmm. And where would I find Grime Away at? It's available at a variety of different retailers. I know the Home Depot started carrying them, but if you go to their website, it's newtech, N-U-T-E-K, formulations.com, and look up the product, it'll tell you where to buy it. Okay. Well, thank you. I'll give that a try, yeah, because I've been trying at them on and off for the last week, and nothing's really worked. <laughs> All right, Marilyn, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Now you can be part of the Money Pit Fun by picking up your phone and giving us a call with your home repair, home improvement, design, decor, whatever you are working on. We're here to give you a hand 24 hours a day, seven days a week at one eight 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 Money Pit. 888-666-3974. Up next, are the cracks in your driveways and sidewalks cracking you up? You know, those services can deteriorate very quickly, especially with the nasty winter that we had. We're going to tell you exactly, though, how to fix them and make them go away for good after this.
The Money Pit is brought to you by Generac, makers of the number one selling Guardian Series home standby generators. Now introducing a full line of consumer and professional power washers. Whether you need to power it, clean it, or protect it, Generac can help. Visit Generac.com to learn more. Where home solutions live. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. One caller we talked to on the air this hour is going to win door blinds from ODL. These are the add-on door blinds product. And it's very cool because if you are lucky enough to have a front or back door with glass, you know that it's great for watching the kids play and letting in the light. But when the summer sun gets a bit too strong, uh, this is a nice way to turn it down. These add-on blinds essentially do just that. They add on to the glass, and the blinds are now enclosed behind tempered glass. So there's no dusting. There's no exposed cords. There's no swinging uh, of the blinds or the banging of the blinds as you open and close the door. Mm -hmm. And you know what? They're really easy to operate as well. You're going to get a simple glide on either side of the add-on blind itself. One side just slides right up and down. which causes the blinds to raise and lower and the other sort of controls the louver so you can actually have full privacy or let in a little bit of light it's totally up to you and the blinds come in two great sizes you've got a half light at 36 inches and a full size glass door at 64 inches which is actually what our winner is going to get today if you want to check it out head on over to their website it's odl.com lots of great information there and one lucky caller that we talked to this hour is going to win that full door glass size give us a call at 888 money pit for your chance to win 888-666-3974. Well, you may never give your sidewalks and driveways a second thought, but although concrete is one of the most durable materials out there, like everything else, it's eventually going to need some maintenance. Now, the experts at Sacrete, who make concrete repair products, say that the type of maintenance is going to depend on where you live. Of course, if you live in snow country, and if you've used salt to de-ice your walks, contrary to our advice, I might add, you're going to shorten the lifespan of the concrete. If you plant trees right next to the sidewalk, it is very likely that the walk will eventually rise up as those tree roots grow. And if you've got wet soils or water running just below the surface, then that surface is going to drop. But when the concrete does begin to show signs of age, you've got two choices. You can either rip it out and replace it, or you can go with the usually more economical alternative, which is to repair it. Now, some of the repairs that you can actually tackle yourself and feel really good about include fixing those cracks in your concrete or even resurfacing a deteriorating concrete surface. So Sacrete, for example, they make fantastic products. And if you've got like a minor crack or a cosmetic repair, you want to go for something that's made specifically for that. You can look for the Sacrete Concrete Crack Filler, which is a pourable, flexible concrete repair material. And it's important that you go for something that's made specific for filling in those cracks because otherwise it's never going to stick and it's just going to pop right out as soon as you get some bad weather or a freeze and thaw cycle. If you've got a concrete surface that needs restoring, it's really going to save you a ton of money by doing this yourself because you can actually repair chipped, cracked, even spalled driveways or walkways. One of the products that you can reach for is Sacrete's Top and Bond, which is a concrete patcher. And that's great. It's cost effective. I mean, it's a really good alternative to concrete replacement. You just want to make sure that you find the right product for the right job. This way, you're going to ensure that the finished product that you've worked on really lasts a long, long time. And that's the whole purpose of doing something yourself, keeping it affordable and making sure that it's going to last. If you want some more information, you can check out a great website at sacrete.com because they've got the products to help you get the job done quicker and cleaner. And you'll also find out how much you're going to need. They've got some easy to use material calculators on the website. You'll find the right product for the right job and make sure you buy the right amount.
That's sacrete.com, and it's spelled S-A-K-R-E-T-E.com. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Call us right now with your home improvement question. Gary in North Carolina has run out of space at his money pit and needs help looking for more. What can we do for you? I was wondering about the ability on about putting a basement in on an existing home. Okay. So the house right now, is it on a crawl space? Yes. Sort of. You're down in North Carolina. The first question I would have is, what's your water table? You know, can you build a basement? Uh, in the part of the country you are. But I will tell you this, Gary, straight off, gravity being what it is, it would have been a lot easier to build the basement and the house on top of it. Adding a basement now when the house is is already built is a pretty major, major project. project. I mean, there's two ways to do it. You can replace the entire foundation with one that has a basement, or you could do what we call in the north here a Yankee basement, which basically means you move in a couple of feet from the edge of the crawl space and dig down there and pick up some space that way so the crawl space sits on a retaining wall and then the basement is below that. Those are the two ways to do it. Either way, major, major, major job. It frankly may be uh, uh, easier to uh, go buy a house with a basement and sell the one you have (laughs) than try to build one. It's a big project. Okay. Well, um, that sounds like a good plan. I will take that into consideration. All right, Gary, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Eleanor in Hawaii has a problem with the dryer. What can we do for you today? Yes, uh, uh, I am not getting any lint in my lint screen on my electric clothes dryer. Okay. And before I call a repairman, I was wondering if there was something I myself could check to see what the problem might be. Are you wearing lint-free clothes? Seriously. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wow, that's really interesting. Spandex. I wonder if, the, if somehow the airflow is being blocked. Um, have you checked your dryer exhaust? Have you looked at where the dryer exhaust comes out the house to see if uh, you're... No, no, I haven't because I was waiting to get uh, get some man in here to help me move okay. it. And it goes <laughs> up through the attic out the roof. Oh, 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 Yeah. There's got to be a blockage somewhere because, first of all, that's a that's a really long way for a dryer exhaust duct to run. And when you run it up vertically, dryers are not generally designed to have enough air pressure to push that lint up really far like that, especially against gravity. And what, hap- what tends to happen is they get clogged, and then they can become dangerous. And if you have that kind of a dryer exhaust, it's really critical that you have it cleaned at least once mm-hmm. a year. So I do think it's a good opportunity for you to get a service person in to thoroughly clean it. They're probably going to have to take it apart a bit. But there are special brushes that fit in there, and they actually fit up um, onto vacuums, too, so that you can loosen up the dust and suck it out all in one sort of move. I see. Yeah, that sounds like it might be the problem. The clothes seem to be drying okay, but I haven't used it for several days. But I thank you. I'll certainly have someone come and check that out. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. And Maryland is having a siding issue. Tell us what's going on. Okay, I have three courses of siding that have blown off the bottom of a modular home. Okay. And the... There is no starter strip on this siding. It was, it's hooked into a piece of 5-16th homosote and then nailed just across the top of the siding. And so evidently, over the years, it got moist and deteriorated. Now, I'm going to put a piece of plywood down with a starter strip, 
with the courses back on, but what happens when I get to the original course that's still nailed and I'm trying to put a new one in? How do I lift them up and then hook them back together again? Uh, with a little tool called a zip tool. A zip tool? Yeah, it's a siding removal or installation tool. It's um, a tool that's it has a handle and sort of a curved blade that allows you to get in there and either zip or unzip those locking sections of siding together. That's how you repair it if it's if you if it's blown off. Okay. Now this house had no wrap or tar paper or anything like that. Yeah, you know I've seen that before, and I think that technically you, you don't according to the code you don't need it. But it makes me very uncomfortable, except at this point in time, there's not really much you can do about it because that affects the whole house. But I actually have seen houses without a building wrap. You believe that, Leslie? That's amazing that you didn't even do that. vinyl right onto the wood sheathing. Yeah, this, this company is long going out of business to modular home. And, yep. But it does have uh, the high-density styrene, blue styrene. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. So yeah, you do have so. some draft proofing as a result but of that, that as well. that should be on top so, of the paper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, there's, there's nothing. All right, well, I thank you very much. You're welcome, Ed. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Kathy in Maryland's got some beat up floors she needs help with. What can we do for you? I have uh, hardwood floors in my kitchen, and they're three quarter inch oak that are pre finished with a diamond finish, and it was supposed to last for 25 years, the finish. Mm-hmm. But with just kitchen use and dogs running through it and everything, it's pretty beat up looking, and I was wondering if that could be refinished. Potentially. Um, what's the thickness of the floor? Is it three-quarter or is it three-eighths? It's three-quarter inch hardwood. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't see why you couldn't. There is one other thing that you could try, though, uh, which is short of total refinishing, and that is you could try just taking off the um, upper surface of the finish. You could rent a floor buffer with a sanding screen, and that uh, that procedure actually takes off a little bit of the upper finish, um, smooths out the scratches, and then you can refinish from there. Now, is this one stained, or is it natural? It's light. It's stained light. The wood is yeah, light. Yeah, well, dark. if it's stained, um, then you may have to Go saw, all the sand way down. it down to, uh, to raw wood. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to get a mismatch. If it's a natural finish, you could you'd just be basically roughing up the surface, but not really going down through the through it completely. You might still be able to go with the floor buffer. Might be worth a shot. It's a very inexpensive thing to rent, and all it does is is lightly sands the upper surface of the finish, and gets it ready to accept the new coat. But short of that, you would have to sand it down. But if it's three quarter inch, then I don't see why you couldn't refinish it the same way you'd refinish any hardwood floor. Okay, great. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Still to come, do you know which town calls itself the greenest in America? We're going to talk to the mayor of that town and learn how a devastating storm led to some amazing changes. Coming up. 888 Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Skill. And now you can easily cut through the most difficult projects with ease with a power cutter from Skill. With powerful lithium-ion technology and an auto-sharp blade system, Skill's lightweight power cutter will soon become your favorite tool, too. The Skill Power Cutter. It cuts just about anything. 
Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, 2011 has seen one of the deadliest and most destructive tornado seasons in American history. Hundreds of lives have been lost and countless homes and buildings destroyed. And the season isn't over yet. That's right. That's why we are joined by someone who knows firsthand about tornado destruction after a powerful twister tore through his town in 2007. But he also knows how to create a silver lining from tragedy. Bob Dixon is the mayor of Greensburg, Kansas, the town that bills itself as the greenest in America. Welcome, Mayor Dixon. Well, Leslie and Tom, what an honor to be with you today and pleasure to visit with you. And it's a pleasure to have you too, sir. Now, uh, you really uh, turned a tragedy into triumph. For those that are not aware of your story, can you back up and tell us about May 4th, 2007? On May 4th, 2007, it was on a Friday, and at 9.47 that evening, a EF5 tornado that was almost two miles wide came through our rural community in Kansas, 95% of the buildings were leveled to the ground. It's like a bomb went off. I mean, that's really, it's really a devastating situation for you to be in as a leader of a town. What kind of guidance can you give to the mayors of these communities who are dealing with the exact same situation you were in, you know, not that long ago? Well, I think the number one thing for us was just, just immediately right off the bat is a renewed faith in the human spirit. It became not about possessions, not about buildings. It was about human life and our relationship with each other. And that's what sustained us early on is is faith, family, and friends. And for the first several weeks of just cleaning up, of getting back into town, of of those decision-making processes, uh, it was all about people. And we would have Six, seven hundred people show up at city council meetings, at planning meetings, at uh, county commission meetings because they were involved. And when we talk about leadership, I say that the, the people that rebuilt in Greensburg are really, and Kiowa County are really true leaders because they've invested their life here. They could have easily packed up and left, but they stayed. Well, you certainly took a leadership position in that uh, rebuilding effort and decided consciously to go completely green on every project uh, that you constructed. Can you tell us how you came to that decision and uh, what some of the accomplishments have been? Well, you know, early, early on, Tom, the, just the fact that uh, we were meeting with elected officials, uh, state and federal agencies, and one of the first ones to mention the term green and being from Greensburg was Governor Kathleen Sebelius at that time said, you know, you guys have a great opportunity here to build a town back as sustainable as you can, as green as possible, like our ancestors built this town for us to last lifetimes. It was our duty and our responsibility to build a town back to last lifetimes for future generations. We have New businesses on downtown Main Street rising from the rubble, Uh, new city hall, new school, brand new hospital, several hundred homes all over town, getting close to 300 homes coming back. Our population is back to around 800. We were about 1,400 before the storm. 
So we think we've, we're very proud of the accomplishments we've made in the last four years. And, and the city council had passed a resolution in December 2007 that all municipal buildings would be built at the U.S. Green Building Council's LEED Platinum. Oh, that's, that's amazing. I mean, LEED Platinum is very difficult to achieve. And I had actually read something interesting, that when you guys were reconstructing the school, you actually used lumber that you reclaimed from Hurricane Katrina and even barns around Kansas. What else were you able to sort of find out of the rubble and repurpose? City Hall has uh, close to 60,000 bricks that have been reclaimed from our old power plant that got destroyed. And so all the bricks in City Hall have re- been reclaimed from the rubble. Uh, some of the wood on the facade of City Hall is uh, reclaimed from, from the Army Depot plant. We have all over town implemented not only recycling and reclaiming pavers from, and wood and bricks, but we've involved the new technologies of alternative energies of wind, solar, and geothermal. And all those things make Greensburg and Kiowa County right now a living laboratory where people can come and see all this technology based on our ancestors' concepts of being good stewards of the environment. We're talking to Mayor Bob Dixon. He is the mayor of Greensburg, Kansas, a town that was completely destroyed in 2007 by an EF5 tornado. Uh, took that opportunity to completely reconstruct the town, which is now the greenest uh, in America. Mayor Dixon, before we let you go, can you uh, talk to us about uh, some of the payoff that you guys have seen as a result of this effort? Several things. Just one thing right off the bat that I can think of. The biggest payoff for us right here, or me personally, is we are a community. Everybody's pulling together, making decisions together. We are also seeing an increase in property values, which helps our tax base because we're building strong, durable structures. We're seeing energy consumptions on residential and commercial and municipal buildings cut by as high as 70% of what was there before. We're seeing, we're developing that data with our energy manager here in town to really document what what is going on and how we are accomplishing what our goals were. That's great. I mean, the truest inspiration and leading is by example. So that's fantastic. Congratulations on really seeing through this very, very dark time. Well, Leslie and Tom, there's one thing I would like to just say to your listeners and all those in the southeast that went through this wicked tornado season is whatever we do in the process don't make life decisions quickly allow yourself a little time in the grieving process before you get into the planning and making those life decisions and and take time for yourself and allow those people that are coming to volunteer to help you truly help you Great advice. Mayor Bob Dixon, thanks so much for joining us with your story. I know that all of our hearts go out to the victims of this year's storms, and hopefully your story can provide them some hope and some inspiration in the years to come. Leslie and Tom, thank you very much. All right, still ahead, it is cheaper to buy a home than to rent in many U.S. cities. We're going to tell you how owning your own home can actually pay off in the long run after this. Live in a body pit.
The Money Pit is brought to you by Skill. And now you can easily cut through the most difficult projects with ease with the power cutter from Skill. With powerful lithium-ion technology and an auto-sharp blade system, Skill's lightweight power cutter will soon become your favorite tool, too. The Skill Power Cutter. It cuts just about anything. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we would love for you to be part of the fun. So pick up the phone and give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT because we're going to help you with all of your projects. But we're also going to pick one lucky caller out of the Money Pit hard hat and give them a great prize. We've got the add-on door blinds from ODL worth 117 bucks, And the ODL add-on blinds, they're really great because if you've got a door with glass, you know, window treatments can be such a challenge. And so here, the blinds are actually enclosed behind tempered glass. So there's no dusting, no exposed cords, no swinging, no banging. You can actually, you know, enjoy some privacy if you want to in the middle of the night while you're wearing your jammies. Plus, you get fingertip control to raise and lower the blinds. And you can have full view or tilt the blinds to any angle that you need to control the light. It's a very easy DIY project to install them. Two of the most popular sizes are available, 36 inches or a full 64-inch, uh, you can visit ODL.com for more info. And one caller we talked to on the air is going to win the full door glass size. The number, again, is one Money Pit, and you must have a home improvement question to qualify. Mm-hmm. All right, pick up the phone and give us a call. We'd love to help you out with whatever it is you're working on. And maybe, you know, this weekend as you're kicking around with Dad, you're maybe asking him for some money and you want to buy your own house. And, you know, a lot of kids start asking their parents for, you know, helping hands over Father's Day <laughs> weekend. (laughs) Why should it be an excuse to stop asking for things just because it's Father's Day? But seriously, if you are thinking about crossing the line from renters to home ownership, it's actually a great time to really think about that. And the summer, we all know, is an excellent time to look at houses in the market. And the reason why home ownership sort of beats renting. Well, there's so many reasons, but actually according to the rent versus buy index, which is released by Trulia, home ownership is actually more affordable than renting in four out of five major U.S. cities. That's crazy, huh? I mean, it's really amazing. It makes sense that the most affordable housing market conditions can be found in those cities hardest hit by recent foreclosures. So think Miami, Las Vegas, Phoenix, Arizona. And when you're buying a foreclosed home, buyer beware is the key idea here. So if you want some more information about buying a home, buying a foreclosed home, you want to check out moneypit.com. We're a great website. We've got a ton of good information there. Plus, we'll even give you the rundown on how to ask your dad how to borrow money just because it's Father's (laughs) Day. doesn't mean they need a break. 888-666-3974. Call us right now with your home improvement question. Kenneth in Georgia, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? My sink in my kitchen is inside of an island. Okay. The sewer vent uh, beneath the island, beneath the sink, which is underneath the cabinet, is starting to stink really badly. And uh, I don't know why it's stinking all of a sudden. Well, um, is does it have a trap in it? In other words, is it, is it properly plumbed? That's the first thing to check. Does it have the U-shaped pipe underneath that's filled with water? I'm not sure. Okay. Well, that would be the first thing. There's two reasons that this thing could smell. Number one is it's not plumbed properly. Sinks have to have a P-trap underneath. It looks like the letter P or the letter U. And essentially what happens and is And essentially water... it stands for P-U. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have one, it stinks. Absolutely. And the water sits inside the U portion, and basically that acts as the trap and blocks the sewage gas. allows water to pass but won't let the gas come back up. So if it's not plumbed properly, you could have basically an open vent pipe to the sewer line, and that could stink really, really bad. The second thing is that sometimes you get a, a, a biological film that forms 
in sinks from you know all of the soap and the hair and the food particles and everything that's in there. Um, and if that happens, typically if you fill the trap up with bleach, it will kill it. You have to let it sit for a little while, but that will kill that and uh, stop the odor from happening. Gotcha. Now, I've tried the bleach, and it solves the problem for maybe a week or so, and then it comes back. Yeah. Take a look at the trap. Let's make sure you have one. Otherwise, you could put all the bleach in the world down there. And it's, it's not, not going to make happen. a difference. Now, I've lived in this house for maybe five years, so I would have to have a trap, right? Otherwise, I would have been had this problem, right? Yeah, we would hope so. How old is the house? The house was built in 2000. You would think so. Yeah. But that's okay. the first thing to check, okay? Will do. Thank you very much. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Still ahead, wood surfaces that are part of a porch or an all-seasons room can begin to show signs of age. If they do, how do you fix them? Are they outside or are they inside? Well, just because they're under a roof doesn't mean you don't have to do a really good job keeping them from rotting away. We're going to tell you how to do that after this. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888 Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by ODL's Add-On Blinds. Enclosed behind tempered glass, they eliminate the need for dusting and exposed cords, both problems with traditional blinds. Plus, they easily install over your existing entry glass. Visit www.odl.com to learn more. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And if we sound extra excited at the close of this hour of the Money Pit, it's because we're super excited and so pleased that so many of you are posting and responding to questions in our community section. We love that we're creating a sense of family as far as do-it-yourselfers go. And we're so happy to have you as part of the Money Pit family. And our community section, it's a great way for all of us do-it-yourselfers to communicate about your ideas, your solutions, or even if you just want to brag about your project, that's fine too. And if you haven't started being part of the fun, well, what are you waiting for? Check out the community section at moneypit.com. And while you're there, you can post your questions just like John from Minnesota did. And John says, we have a three-season room, and the inside is covered in all wood. What's the best way to protect the wood from aging? The three-season room is also surrounded in windows. All right, well, when you have a three-season room, um, you need to kind of almost consider that an outside space, because the winter season is the one season when you don't use it, but for the most part, it's exposed most of the time. So, therefore, you want to treat the wood as if it is outside, and that means prime and paint with exterior grade paint. Now, if you want to maintain sort of a natural look, then the other thing that you could do is you could use a stain for that. You can use something like the Bare Premium Weatherproofing Stains. That works well on decks, but it also works well on siding, and that's kind of what this is at that point. So, you could use a latex stain like that or you could use paint but you do have to protect it because the humidity and the moisture will start deteriorating uh, that material if you don't do that all right next up we have a post from iris in new jersey who writes we have very hard water and would like information on water softeners do they really add salt to your water we just redid a bath with oil rubbed fixtures and now they're turning white from the hard water please help 
Um, actually, almost all water softeners do have salt. They do add salt to your water, but there is one brand that doesn't. It's called Easy Water. Their website is easywater.com, E-A-S-Y, water. Uh, com. And they don't use salt. They electrically charge the minerals in the water, uh, causing them to essentially not stick to your faucets and fixtures. They come through and then they just get washed totally away. Well, Leslie, a new survey is out and mm-hmm. it has revealed the smelliest results of the worst household odors. Oh. Now, my question is, who volunteered for that survey? <laughs> Tell us that and more in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. That's right. You know, you can actually call them America's Most Unwanted, and they've been known to hold entire households hostage, causing shortness of breath, nausea, and even panic in their victims. At the very least, they keep home sweet home from smelling so sweet. And now the culprits are household odors, and these are the worst of the worst. So according to a recent survey, boy, they'll survey anything, let me tell you, more than eight out of 10 Americans think that rotting garbage or garbage can odor is the most offensive household smell that sounds pretty fair because you can have a whole lot of stinky things in one place so collectively it's gross now rounding out the top five in order were pet odors mold bo as in body odor and tobacco odor pew we've got some stinky americans in this country Absolutely. And uh, if you want some tips on how to deal with odors in your home, you might want to take a look at moneypit.com. We've got lots of advice right there on how to do just that. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Coming up next week on the program, do you plan on staying in your current home well into retirement? Now is the time to get that home ready for every age and every stage of your life. We'll teach you how to make your current home more accessible without sacrificing style on the next edition of the Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Money Pit.